More than a, ha- a pleasure to have with us the political director at Teamsters Joint Council 7. He's been there since 2010. In the capacity in his position, he works with over 100,000 Teamsters in Northern California, the Central Valley, and Northern Nevada in a variety of industries. And uh, Doug Block is our guest. We're going to be joined also with the lead organizer with the Teamsters Union, Raul Alfaro, shortly. Doug is with us. Doug, good afternoon and welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. Thank you. Very good to be back on your show. Uh, Yes, I should say welcome back. Um, Doug, I want to tell you something uh, interesting that happened at a farmer's market this weekend. I kid you not. Uh, My son plays soccer, and I had to walk through the farmer's market to get to my car. So one wants to support, you know, local communities. And all of a sudden, I saw this sign for Taylor Farms. I kid you not. I saw this sign for Taylor Farms. There was nobody there. They had two tiny baskets. There was a young kid standing there, and I was curious. So while my kids were having all the free samples, not at Taylor Farms, but I walked over and I said, I'm just curious. There seemed to be a lot of fruits and vegetables uh, at and other items at these other booths, and there seemed to be a lot of people. How come that's not the case at your booth? And he said, well, you know, we're not the Taylor Farms in Northern California, but my dad is an idiot, and he has the name M. Taylor, and he used it, and, and we haven't changed it. And he goes, and everybody thinks we're them. And I said, well, you should change your name. And I said, they're a very bad organization. Do you know what they've done? And he's like, yes. So it was interesting because at first I thought, oh, no, it's not the Taylor. Farm. What are they doing at my farmer's market, you know, Doug? Um, but I, I want to talk about this uh, company because it's essential. We as consumers have power in our choice as to what we buy and what we don't buy. And we need to know what is done uh, at these uh, factories, at these organizations that do not treat individuals properly, so much so that there is not just one, but now 20 Taylor Farm workers that have been hospitalized after this company told its employees, I know we have a chemical spill, keep working. Doug, this is inhumane. Would you agree? I agree, and it's funny. Most people haven't heard of Taylor Farms, but if they've ever bought bagged lettuce at Safeway, at Costco, if if they shop at Walmart, I hope they don't, or they've eaten at McDonald's or uh, Red Lobster, then there's a good chance that they've eaten vegetables that have come out of Taylor Farms. Uh, Yeah, true, and you can see when you look at the bags of vegetables, you can see that because the other day I saw one at my local market. I've never seen it before. There were two bags there. Didn't seem like anybody was buying uh, that product, which I think is a a good thing. Let's talk about this uh, chemical spill. Um, This is in Tracy, California. Now, I live in Southern California. Not everyone is familiar with the area, Um, but workers there in Tracy uh, were hospitalized. They were told there was a chemical spill. And it took place, this was inside a salad processing facility. People need to think of that whenever they buy anything Mark Taylor Farms, um, especially these bag salads, as Doug is telling us about. And there was a chemical spill, and the fumes were so overpowering um, that they left work, and they were instructed to return to work despite these fumes, despite this spill. Um, and they were instructed by their supervisor, the supervisor in charge, to go back to work despite these conditions, correct? That's exactly right. So imagine yourself in a giant warehouse that's 35 degrees, noisy machines, a lot of chemicals, water, slippery floors on a production line. 
workers smelled some chlorine odors. This is what we heard. Went to tell a supervisor about it. Were told to put on their masks and go back to work. And when people started getting sick, uh, one of the workers took it upon themselves to call the fire department, who came, immediately shut the place down. People uh, were taken out with bleeding noses, uh, fainting, a few pregnant women, uh, 20 people taken to the hospital. And the really sad thing, Leslie, is this is a virtual repeat of, of the exact same incident in the exact same facility that happened in 2012 where 20 people were hospitalized after exposure to chlorine and other chemicals in this plant. This is awful, but it's amazing to me that there weren't uh, more. Um, my husband's a physician, and I asked him when I had first heard about this fr- fr- from you guys, I asked him what can happen to a human being as a result of a chemical spill. Um, he said that you can die. He said that you can have neurological problems, that you can have brain damage, you can have problems to your respiratory system, it can affect your cardiac system, it can obviously shorten your life by death, but it can shorten your life compared to if you were a healthy individual, you know, what it does, because it's it's very much for many a silent killer. So in other words, even though 20 people, just disgusting, have lost their lives, God knows how many more will suffer from any kind of health complications as a result of this or may have their life shortened in the long run as a result of this. That's right. And this was the subject of a very comprehensive complaint that we filed uh, with Kurt at, at Cal OSHA in 2014. And one of the things about the chemical exposure the workers complained about, they're, they're exposed during all shifts. As I said, it's on the right. machines, it's on the product, it's in standing water. People have irritated eyes, they have rashes on their skin, and they work through it because they're too afraid to report it. Uh, they're afraid of being retaliated against. For example, one woman complained in 2013 about being affected by the chlorine. She asked her supervisor to be transferred to another department, and she got the transfer, but two days after that, she was fired. Absolutely uh, disgusting. Uh, joining us now as well is Raul Alfaro. Raul joins uh, Doug Block here, and Raul is lead organizer, lead organizer Excuse me, with the Teamsters Union. He's a longtime Teamster member. He's a former shop steward with Cisco in Chicago and an active member of the Teamsters Hispanic Caucus. Raul, welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Leslie. Thank you very much for having me on. Raul, as somebody who was a former shop steward when you were with Cisco in Chicago and you heard about a chemical spill, you heard about fumes so strong workers were complaining about it and that they were sent back, uh, you know this type of environment. Uh, you know what can happen with the chemical spill, uh, not just what, what, what the fumes smell like, and it can make people you know, feel nauseous and, and, and vomit, but certainly the you know, medical complications can arise. We know now that 20 people have lost their lives as a result. I was just saying to Doug, I don't know if you heard that when you were on hold, but you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future to all these other workers. Um, Raul, what was your reaction uh, when you heard that workers were sent back uh, to continue working despite the fumes and despite the fact there are chemicals on the floor which are obviously deadly. Well, Leslie, my, my, my first response was very angry, but I was disgusted by it. Um, 
my heart very sad. I mean, how do you how do you put your, your a, a human being back into a you know life threatening situation? And that's exactly what happened here. When I received the call from the first young lady that said that she had reported it, and they told her it's okay, there's no smell. They told her, well, if you want, go out of the room. She goes out of the room. They go back within two minutes, put a paper mask on, and go back to work. Now, the most that alone is horrible, but there's another part to this that's very disgusting that I've been coming in to find out as these days go by. There's many workers in there that were telling her that they are they they were feeling sick, they were feeling nauseous also, but they stayed in there because of the fear of them yeah. losing their jobs. This is a, a horrific situation here that needs to be addressed. It needs something needs to be done in this facility. The company has to be held accountable and responsible for what happened to these workers. This is something that should not happen anywhere. It's the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen, Leslie, and it uh, it angers me also. As the as like you said, the lead organizer here, I'm uh, I have very contact with all these workers on a day to day basis, and it, it's a horrible situation. You know, it, there's no other way to put it, Leslie. Uh, Doug, um, speaking to that, and, you know, let's talk about what is taking place currently with regard to Taylor Farms as a result of these people who've been uh, hospitalized, uh, as a result of, of, of people who are, you know, God knows in the future going forward what kind of health problems could arise and that these employees were told to keep working uh, amid conditions that would not, you know, that, that are not humane that are certainly not within OSHA standards and compliance. So talk to us about uh, what is going on. I understand there is a call for an investigation. Where does this stand? And I also want people to know that this happens to be not just America's largest salad processing plant. Uh, This is the world's largest salad processing plant, and the world needs to know what they've done to these people. So let's talk about that investigation and where it stands with the workers' demands and requests at this point. And and I do think it's important to note that it – an hour and a half away in Salinas, there are 2,500 workers at Taylor Farms who are members of the Teamsters Union. And they have a union. We don't have those problems there. This is a non-union facility where the management runs over the workers. So Cal OSHA is in there investigating two of the three facilities in Tracy. There are open investigations, including on this recent chemical spill. The third facility completed their inspection last year, and they found and issued citations for 45 separate violations of state health and safety standards. This includes things like we all remember the Triangle, uh, the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire. They found that exit doors were blocked. Um, the workers, as I said, in a 35-degree cold storage warehouse with chemicals were issued no personal protective equipment. Uh, there were problems with the conveyor belts where they were unguarded so anybody could reach their hand in there and get their hand taken off. Um, and probably most disturbing, the company uh, had no injury and illness prevention program, meaning Workers were not being trained on anything when it comes to health and safety. Very, very disturbing, Leslie. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I don't understand it. Too, you know, when we talk about uh, the Triangle Factory fire and how disgusting that was, 
That was decades ago. This is 2015. I mean, there are regulations in place, and this is, and Doug, I'm glad that you brought that up. This is just one of many reasons that people want and desire and fight for a union. So they don't have to be afraid of losing their jobs if they say, I'm not going back in there. Um, let's speak to that. Uh, Raul, Doug, either of you can take this. You know, I think there are many people listening that can relate to living paycheck to paycheck, to having a family to feed. Uh, you know, you need that second income, or maybe you're the sole provider for your family. You get benefits for your kids. Maybe somebody in your family is sick, and you need those benefits even more And now. Uh, that kind of a fear is very real for many Americans who, who think, I can't lose this job. I don't know if I'd get another one. Especially, even though the economy has improved, we just haven't seen job creation improve, and certainly not at the pace that Americans would, would desire and need. Uh, so, uh, Doug, uh, Raul, uh, either of you can uh, speak to that uh, with regard to the fear that kept some of those employees in, in a position that led them to become, to become ill, um, or the fear if they left and said, look, I can't take it, to be told to go back in, and, and not to stand their ground, if you will, and say, no, uh, let's talk about that. Yes. And you know, Leslie, it it is a very ongoing, huge problem when you have, and and we do hear this all the time, these workers that are are there that to me are human beings before they're workers, they they consistently live with this threat about losing their job if there's a complaint. And believe me, I understand about, and and when I explain to them, I do understand that they need their positions and they need their jobs to support their families. On the other hand, though, that is all fine and dandy. I, I appreciate that they're dedicated to their work and all that. But what gets me about that is that a company, the largest in America, food processing in America, decides to take advantage of that and say, hey, you know what? You need this job. I gave you a job. You're going to do as I tell you, and you're going to be treated as I say you are. That, Leslie, is something that I cannot stomach because, it's taking advantage of a human being. This isn't something that, you know, you're, you're out there on a, on a chessboard or a checkerboard playing a game. You're doing this, you're playing with a person's life here. And because of the, the, their situation that they need their position, you decide to say, I'm going to do whatever I want to you. And as much as I understand that people need their jobs, but the companies have to be held accountable for the treatment of these workers. You don't take advantage of a person that way. And it's a sad thing, Leslie, because here at this at this corporation, here at Taylor Farm, this is an ongoing day-to-day problem. I get calls every single day from workers complaining about what goes on in this facility, and it's a horrible thing. But uh, Doug, the, Doug, Doug, to, Doug, to Raul's point, because this is uh, this one is preventable, two is uh, repeated. And three, the, the manager told these workers to keep the chemical spill a secret, correct? That's right. And uh, unfortunately, the, the deck is stacked against the state of California here. Despite finding 45 violations, including several serious ones, they were only able to uh, penalize the company uh, $8,915 for the proposed penalties. And Taylor Farms had the gall to actually appeal the decision of Cal OSHA instead of taking responsibility for the workers and fixing the problems. And on this issue of retaliation, workers at this plant 
have filed complaints with Cal OSHA. They have filed complaints about sexual harassment, which is rampant in the plant towards women and LGBT employees. They have filed complaints with the National Labor Relations Board, who found that the company violated uh, federal labor laws on dozens of counts. Uh, for workers who are standing up trying to organize a union. And the common theme between all of these is every time a worker stands up and joins with their coworkers at Taylor Farms and Tracy and exercises their voice and their power, they are retaliated against for doing so by the company. And so now the state of California is actually uh, has a separate investigation going against Taylor Farms for retaliation against these workers who are overwhelmingly uh, Spanish-speaking immigrants. And the National Labor Relations Board has made merit determinations that Taylor Farms is guilty of 57 unfair labor practice violations, and that's since workers began organizing. What a surprise. And that's with the union, and that's just at uh, Taylor Farms and Tracy. Gentlemen, thank you for being with us. Mr. Doug Block, political director at Teamsters Joint Council 7, and Raul Alfaro, lead organizer with the Teamsters Union and former shop steward with Cisco in Chicago. Follow them at Teamster Doug. Follow the Teamsters at Teamsters, and the website for the Teamsters is Teamster.org.